Did you have any reservations? We've been together for four years ish. <laughs> Depends who you ask. Depends who you ask. <laughs> As a white woman, did you ever think about the future, having kids, and feeling like some type of way? especially as it relates to bringing in a mixed child. Sure. But to me, it was never like I didn't, I didn't want to be with you because you were white, but like you, you happened to be white. Now, are there times where in the past I thought to myself, hmm, I should only be with a black woman? Sure. But for what? Because then I wouldn't have to have some of these conversations. Then life would, quote unquote, be easier aesthetically. And I remember I was talking to one of my best friends, mentors, big brothers, Brother Barnes. And I think it was after, actually, he listened to the last podcast episode that we did. And the dexterity of some of the conversations we've been forced to have, we've been thrust into having. And he was like, you know, let, you know, I don't know if you didn't date someone like Lindsay. Now, I don't know if that was a racial comment, a personhood comment, et cetera, that you would have dug as deep. And so for me, it's been less about who you are racially and more about who you are personally, intimately, spiritually. Now, to be very clear, that's not a cop-out because I think, yes, there are things that undoubtedly we will both have to deal with in terms of raising a mixed son who will likely have experiences with a different texture than you or I have had to face. And while there may be some that I understand inherently and implicitly, there is no part of me that is white. And so I've had conversations with friends who, when I make the comment, I think it may be harder for him than it was for me because his mom will be white. So he will be white and he will be black. And so how do you deal with that from an identity perspective versus me who understands that though people may not like me because I'm not white, in addition to a litany of other reasons, I'm not like, oh, well, that's wrong because there's actually some whiteness in me. Whereas for him to walk into our home or be reared by us and have white grandparents and Jamaican grandparents and, you know, people from all races and creeds, hopefully showering him in love. I hope that he sees that as a positive and as a means of saying, I don't care what color you are, but I don't want to confuse that with that's going to be the way the world views him. Right. And so, yeah, I don't, that is my long ramble of saying, I didn't say, damn, I wish Lynn was black. Or I should have dated a black woman. Or I should have married a black woman. Yeah, there have been thoughts about that. I'm only human. But 
I don't know. I think if anything, I'm more curious from your perspective. I've dated other white women. Have you dated <laughs> other black men? What what is that? What does that mean for you? Like, how did you think your family was going to take it? How do you think your family's going to take it to have a mixed grandson? Right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, for better or worse, I have operated a lot in my life, whether it's from a school perspective or from a work perspective, in predominantly white environments. So I know how to move. I know how to operate. Curious how you feel. <laughs> yeah, your girl grew up in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Need I say more? Yeah, predominantly white. And yeah, I have not dated another black man. Or my one and only. And it's been... I'm just thinking about the journey, especially with my family, where... Knowing very early on, not the first iteration of us, when we reconnected, where when we reconnected, I was like, this is my person. Like, no doubt, you're my person. And one, that's pretty sudden. You know, if I'm kind of bringing, whether you're black or not black, bringing that to my family. And I don't think we've ever had like a rapport in my family of getting really excited about who's dating who and like, just like, oh, tell me about it. It's been kind of just like, there's always been a distance. I think the focus has been on career accomplishments out of love. Like I've always been supported to be the artist, to be whatever I want to be, but the focus was do that first, handle that first, make that a priority. I think dating and boys and all the things were always like a distraction, which at times they were. But when I'm, you know, 31 and I reconnect with who I know is going to be the person I spend my life with, I think in my experience, my family might've been operating on like an older template and I was too. So we were kind of relating to each other probably as like teen or even early 20s, Lindsay. So I had to come to terms with that. And then for me to introduce you to the family, et cetera, I had so much anxiety. Why? Because you are someone who is who you are no matter where you are or who you're with. And I grew up where, for better or for worse, I think it really served me in a lot of ways, where I was thinking about what do people think about me here? Let me be someone who they like, who they accept, who they think is polite and easy to be around, generally speaking. So when I thought about you meeting my parents and then kind of what comes with that after meeting the other parts of the family, I was nervous because, and I'm sure you've felt this and you've expressed this to me with a lot of people who you meet for the first time, they can either love you or like feel really like, whoa, almost like confronted by who you are because you make them feel a certain way about themselves. 
So all that to say, I had a lot of anxiety. And what I realized through lots of therapy, and thank God for our individual therapy, you know, I feel like that has been so important in these moments where yeah, you're not going to be the one that I go to talk about some of this stuff, even though it involves you, but it really isn't like your issue. And same with me, with what you talk about in therapy. But I really had to get very honest about what this feeling and what this experience was calling me to, which was a total up level in how I related to and connected with my family and how I owned our relationship and how I wanted to move forward in a relationship like this. I've never had a relationship like this. So what I noticed is that the more that I was comfortable with and focused on us and not necessarily not worried about my family, I shifted the energy. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.